This episode is sponsored by iTunes. Go to www.cheapseatreviews.com. Click on the iTunes button, purchase anything you want, and a small portion will go to this podcast. I'm everyone. And no one. Everywhere. Nowhere. Call me. Interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 101. Woohoo! The start of a new era. Uh, today, we are a talking Chadless about... Era. Uh, a oh. Chadless era. A Chadless era. Um, well, he's dead, and it's real sad. No, it's not. Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell him you said that. Yeah. <laughs> when a crime boss leads a vicious yeah. assault oh, on Dr. Oh. Peyton Wilder. What? what? Whoa, whoa. The hell? I don't know. Yeah, I'd say Chad would listen and, and find out, but he'll, he won't do that. No, no, he won't. <laughs> well, he might. I don't know. He'll, he'll need something to listen to while he's up late at night with the baby, trying to, you know, trying to stay awake. Maybe he shouldn't listen to our podcast then anyway. Um... Dude, imagine evil Chad at three in the morning with the baby. Yeah, I actually think evil Chad trying to breastfeed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Anyway, um, if this is your first episode, go back and listen to the first hundred. You'll understand that we we love Chad, we miss Chad, and we understand that Chad is no longer a part of the show. So we will um, continue on. Although, in, according in his, to Jen, Chad uh, was really only in about, what, 40 40 episodes? episodes. Well, he was only awake for about 40 episodes, <laughs> um, which is hysterical. Love you, Chad. Um, so, I am Sean Or Tonight, we are doing Dark Man. Sorry. Uh, what you as, call me? As I try to continue on this intro. Um, <laughs> I, I was surprised it took you that long, Corny. Um, of course, I hadn't mentioned the show yet. I know. Uh, so, tonight, we are talking about Dark Man. What'd and, you call me? Uh, I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew, <coughs> hand fits like a glove, Jimison. Like a glove? <laughs> um, Corny, more Bruce Campbell, please, Logan. No, I do not know who you may be. I do not know what you want from me. I have no money, but I do have skills that would endanger you. If you let my daughter go, I won't chase you. No, no, no. But if you keep her, oh dear me, I will find you. You will see. Not only will I catch you, I will make sure that I watch you die. Is that like the Dr. Seuss version? Of Taken? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it rhyme. That was great. Uh, Not my own. I found it somewhere else. No, that's, that's still good, though. Um, it's funny, though. You were actually impersonating <clears throat> Liam Neeson impersonating from Taken. Whereas in this movie, he didn't have his normal Liam Neeson voice. It, it was, was really off-putting, was and he was weird. such a bitch in this movie. Yeah, he kind of was. 
Um, and Sam <laughs> uses his wooden leg to hold beer vector. <laughs> what else would you use it for? I mean, jeez. <laughs> I mean, apparently a machine gun was just obvious. Yeah. It was already. Tasty. You know, I, I I'm a little confused. I, I'm a big fan of early '90s Disney cartoons, but the whole duck in a costume was kind of weird. Oh yeah, do you mean not not Duckman? Uh, what? Actually, Duckman was a cartoon. <laughs> Duck. There was actually a cartoon called Duckman. Did you? Are you aware of that? Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. that's the, what I thought we were watching, right? No, that's a that's not, not the movie. What was the movie? Uh, it's made by Marvel. Come on. Howard the, the Duck? Duck. Howard the Duck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, <clears throat> not, yeah. Oh, or or the movie where uh, the the duck is in a purple costume and. Fights crime. Oh, Darkwing Duck. I there, liked, that's what I watched. I liked me some Darkwing Duck. And that dynasty of guys who uh, yeah, look like mallards. The Duck Dynasty? <laughs> they don't look <Yeah>. like ducks. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they do. Maybe I'm just wrong. I don't know. Um, So let's pull up a comfy chair that's been burnt to hell and dive into this movie. <laughs> I'll see you in hell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, is 2000, this is 1990s Dark Man. I and hope if, <laughs> And if you have no idea what Dark Man is, fortunately, uh, we have uh, our, uh, well, Andrew uh, recorded these nice words for us. When a crime boss leads a vicious assault on Dr. Peyton Wilder, leaving him literally and psychologically scarred, an emergency procedure allows him to survive. Upon his recovery, Wilder can find solace only by seeking revenge against those who have wronged him. He assumes a Phantom Avenger persona called Dark Man who is able to infiltrate and sow terror in the criminal community. That's a long intro. Okay. <laughs> um, thank you, Andrew, for those, for those kind, kind words, I guess. No, I just, I just want to correct something. All right. All right. So when I did the intro, I looked this up on IMDb mm-hmm. and it was like two sentences and I hated it. So I didn't do that one. Sure. <laughs> and then, so I looked it up on Netflix it was even shorter, so I didn't do that one. <laughs> and so I just Googled Darkman. Yeah. And when you Google Darkman, <clears throat> this comes up on the side of the screen, like the Google search, whatever. Right. After reading it, I said Peyton Wilder was the doctor's name. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the movie, and it said Peyton Westlake. Yeah. <laughs> and it really threw me off. Because I thought I'd read something that was from a wrong movie or something. Right. But it, apparently they just got it wrong on Google. Good job, Google. You're yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Google's wrong? You're fired. I'm, so I, I just I wanted to I wanted to clear that up before people thought that I was just a moron. Well. No, no, we don't think you're a moron. <laughs> you just you read the words that were given to you by Google. There's only so much you can do. That's uh, sure. Um I'm going to so, fact checked, but we don't do that on this show. show. No, 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 sir. That's for a different type of show. You're looking for uh, that would be into the news category under the podcast. This is for under entertainment. So we can just make whatever shit up we want to. Um, Dark Man, 1990s Dark Man. Had any of you seen this before this show? I had not. I have not. Sam? Are you still with us? <clears throat> if you are, we cannot hear you. Andrew? I did, had not even heard of it until this. Nice. Uh, well, actually, I, I take that back. I saw it on Netflix. I put it in my queue because I thought, oh, that sounds interesting. And then I never watched it. <laughs> so, 
Um, okay. Uh, well, I'm going to try to see if, if we can get Sam back on the show. Uh, I'm not sure what's happening. I don't think you like <laughs> like you called him Dark Man, well, personally. I, oh, wait. <laughs> you there, Sam? Hang up on me in the middle of a podcast. You, I weren't, see you weren't talking. <laughs> I, was, I was going to, I tried call. I, I literally said, Sam, are you there? And then nothing happened. Oh, I'm here. Okay, good. Had you seen this before this show? No, it's my first time. Oh, good. So this will be time. this will be interesting for all of us. So Andrew, um, you know, for those of you who don't know, who haven't listened to the first hundred episodes, which you should, by the way, because those are awesome. Uh, this is the part where I say I kind of ask for our initial impressions of the movie. We kind of give a quick overview, and then we dive into the meat of the movie. So Andrew, your initial thoughts, sir. Okay, admittedly, I watched this twice, and uh, the first time I did not like it at all. I was bored. I thought it was dumb. Uh, it was really cheesy and over the top. And then I, you know, researched it a little bit more and, and found out that that's kind of what Sam Raimi wanted. So I found that, uh, maybe I should watch it again and actually put the, uh, CS or CRS, what is it? Can't cheap, remember. Cheap seat reviews. Oh, okay. CSR. Uh, yes. Those glasses, whatever they are. <laughs> and so I did. And, uh, I, yeah, I like it a little bit more the second time. All right. Okay, good. Uh, Corny. I uh, have never seen it before, and I actually had high hopes going into this movie. <clears throat> Sam Raimi has uh, been very kind to me in my years, and mm-hmm. I thought, hey, you know what? This, this might go well. And, of course, the movie started, and I saw Danny Elfman pop up there, and I thought, all right, here we go. And, <clears throat> and much like my uh, prom, this was a <laughs> big letdown. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I I just I didn't hate the movie, but man, I did not want to do this. <laughs> uh, it, it's not—I mean, it's not going to be awful in terms of rating, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, it's it's so weird to watch Liam Neeson not be badass Liam Neeson, right? And it's just really hard to watch him do that. And it's not like it was good acting that he was not awesome. It was just. Everything was weird for me, and I don't know. Maybe I just I came in with too high hopes. I think that was my issue, but yeah, yeah I got through it. All right, Sam. I'm kind of with Corny a little bit on this one. Um, I went into this movie, Sean. You had described it at one point as the poor man's Batman. Uh, yeah, kind of. So I was expecting the poor man's Batman, and uh, I I knew Sam Raimi was was attached to it, so I knew there was going to be some quirky kind of i don't know how would you say it goofy moments yeah and there there certainly are but <clears throat> i didn't like it at all from from the bad guy that was just like ho-hum to you know <laughs> the guy standing on one leg because his leg is used as a machine gun <laughs> no, no, somebody not else just standing hopping hopping yeah hopping yeah <laughs> to the, apparently they're a marching band when all the thugs are being marched into the uh into the, the this car garage. Did you notice that? They were all in formation. Yeah. Wow. And, and they even turned a corner well. I mean, they, they were in great formation. That was Good great. for them. Yeah. But, you know, I kept thinking, what the heck is this? Is this, you know, is this the uh, hunchback of Notre Dame story? Is this uh, uh, the mummy? Is this uh, Batman? Is this, 
I, I couldn't quite narrow it down what it was. And he was a really hard guy to even like in terms of the hero. He just, I don't know. I just, I didn't connect with him. I didn't connect with the villains. And uh, the effects were pretty bad, even though, what, what year was this? 90? <coughs> 90. 90. Yeah. I mean, I could maybe get over that a pass. But using those little nail things, you know, that we all had as kids to to make the the facial parts i you know i just i didn't like it i didn't like it maybe you guys can breathe some some stuff at me that i'll be like oh maybe i'm i'm too harsh but i didn't didn't have a good time with this movie <clears throat> Sean. um okay uh, i i'm i'm going to probably not be as hard on this one as maybe you sam or even corny yeah. i I don't know. I, I went into this with kind of the same expectation, though, Corny, of you were saying, like, okay, this is, he's coming off, this is Sam Raimi. He, this is the guy coming straight off the heels of Army of Darkness. Like, an Army of Darkness, we all love because it's campy and silly and it's weird and overdubbed and there's these weird camera shots of these strange quick cuts that he does and people fly through the air without physics actually being a, you know, a factor and, like, all these weird things, you know, and and like all that stuff that we liked. And so I'm like, okay, we're just going to get a bigger budget version of that, right? You know, and and Darkman is his own creation because he didn't get to direct Batman. He wanted Batman and the he couldn't get the rights to it. So then he wanted to do there was another one he wanted to do. The Shadow. Yeah, The Shadow. And then he couldn't get the rights to that, so he's like, "Well, I'll just make my own hero." And he creates this Darkman hero who is basically just a you know, he's just, he's all burnt. He's a poor man's Batman. Well, he's not just poor man's Batman. It's just that he, Batman has training and obviously the money and the gadgets. Um, and, and Batman, though, is fueled, initially motivated by revenge. He's ultimately <clears throat> out to do the good thing, right? This yeah. movie is just a revenge movie, right? It's just payback. He's just burnt to hell and he has, he has cool Mission Impossible masks. And, but he doesn't really have a particular set of skills. No, no, you know, he's just he he has no pain, right? Right, right. Which basically makes him a Bond villain, but more or less. Yeah, um, and he can make masks from Polaroids, right? Which is a cool scientific kind of a thing in a in a warehouse. Mm-hmm. Um, which I got again. I thought that part was kind of neat, but is that you know what the cool thing about that uh, that whole sequence is? What's that? We can technically kind of do that now. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Three D printing. Yeah, three D printing. That was like my second note. It was like, holy crap! In nineteen ninety, had a three D printer. That's awesome. Um, and even that goofy CGI hand floating around, whatever. Like that was whatever. I didn't. Um, so I, <laughs> but I kept waiting for it to get to that point where I was like, yeah, this is it. And it never got there. You <laughs> no. know, like you know, what I'm saying like, there's a moment. I, I keep going back to like Tucker and Dale versus Evil or. The Frighteners, like my, these movies that are hot fuzz, like those movies that I really loved because of this podcast. Like there was a moment of hot fuzz where I was like, oh, here it is. This is the payoff, right? We've, we've kind of gone through this silly comedy and now everyone's got machine guns and I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like in hot fuzz. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, you know, just, there was grandma never, has the shotgun or whatever that was at that point. Right, like we never got the payoff in this movie, you know, like the climactic fight scene, he's hanging from a, a wire on a helicopter, which was a cool stunt that, you know, we, we saw later on in the matrix, but 
sort the, of. The only reason why he lived is because the bad guy's in, inability to kill a dude that they have completely helpless. Yeah. I mean... He's shooting down. Straight down. Well, there's... With multiple guns and a grenade launcher. <laughs> well, let's forget about even forget that part. You just... You just stick him in traffic. You just do to him what you did to Sam Raimi's brother. You just <laughs> dangle him in traffic, yet somehow he kept dodging trucks. <laughs> and uh, there was there was so many better ways to have done to kill him in that particular instance. Heck, just fly up really high and then cut the wire. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, or just fly up really high and let him, you know, die of oxygen uh, deprivation. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, but helicopter could probably not go that high, but. Yeah, I mean, but no, I was right there. I was like, "This is going on way too long for for this to be." But you know what it, it is. But it gave us a couple of really silly gags, like he's screaming at the police helicopter. Which, by the way, this this city is devoid of cops except a police helicopter, and the <laughs> only reason why we even had the police helicopter was to show that the bad guy Durant is so evil <laughs> that he's willing to shoot a grenade launcher at a police helicopter. Like, I saw that and immediately thought, I should go play some GTA tonight. <laughs> right, it made me want to go call, you know, play Call of Duty, and I can, you know, use my rocket launcher to shoot down a helicopter. But it just was ridiculous. So, yeah. I guess to answer my own question is, my initial thought was is that I was so trying to have a good time with this, <laughs> and there was never a payoff. No, you know, like I just, I kind of wanted. I don't know. When you have movies like what this, would have been the payoff though? What would what would be the the moment you could have foreseen? Well, in, there's in something like this. I will say this: there's there's some of it is setting. Okay, the uh, movie is called Dark Man. I he needs to be in the shadows at night. Ninety percent of him him is operating during the day. Um, which I thought was weird. You got really quiet. Are you guys all still there? Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. All of all of like your microphones just got real quiet and I got scared. I was talking. Yeah, well, you things. bleeped out for a second You're on like, my end. No, good job, Scott. Yeah. Um, Andrew. Yep, I'm oh, here. Okay, he's, he's pulling the chat. He's just gonna stay quiet and. Then... <laughs> I'm trying to keep up the persona. I appreciate it. No, be yourself. Be yourself. We want you to be yourself. Um. <laughs> really? Do you, do no, you? no, we do. We do. We like Andrew. Um. <clears throat> what the hell was I going with? Shit, I don't remember. You're talking about the payoff. Oh, the payoff, right? So, like, all right. So, Batman, right? The payoff in Batman is actually the original Batman. That's the one it's compared to because it came out the year before, um, mm-hmm. and that this movie is kind of a, a mirror of, like, the payoff there when he fights the Joker, and then he, he the Joker dies by you know him doing the thing and he dies, right? Like, <laughs> the, like but there's pay, there's payoff there, right? Because he the circle is complete. Like, he gets his revenge and and whatever. But in this one, it just seemed. It seems kind of dumb. Like his revenge is he's just going to do, you know, he clips the helicopter to the truck and then the, tr- the helicopter just crashes in. Like I kind of, it's not intimate. Like this man killed your buddy, right? And then yeah. tried to kill you and is probably going to do horrible things to your girlfriend. I, I kind of wanted that death to be more <laughs> intimate. I wanted him to kill him with his bare, gnarly, burnt hands. Bony hands. Right. Like that's what I wanted. You know, I wanted. I don't know. I wanted that that scene, and I like the idea of the bad guys show up right at the warehouse, and he picks them off one at a time. I like that idea. Like, there's a lot of moments in this movie that have really great concepts. Um, have any of you guys seen the new Punisher movie? Not the newest, newest one, but the one with Thomas Jane. Yeah. No. No, Sam. No. 
we might should do it for this show. It's actually pretty. It would be pretty good for this podcast, truth be told. Um, it's a good. I like it. <clears throat> Corny, you've seen that one like twelve times, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. They, they did that. They do this in this movie. What they do in that movie, where they frame. He gets hench, he, the bad guy. He frames henchmen within the bad guy's ranks to kind of thin out the ranks, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. He does that in that movie. He doesn't. Which I thought. Oh yeah. Was, I thought that was clever. Like. I, I thought that was really cool and clever. Like what he was doing to kind of manipulate things with the mask. Like that stuff was cool, but I still kind of wanted more of him like in the sewers. Like, I don't know. I just, I kind of wanted more Ninja Turtles. And, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's kind of what I wanted more yeah, of. No, yeah, I'm, I'm not tell thing going on. He didn't use the dark man, not persona, <clears throat> but his skills, the skill set he did have, he didn't he use sure. the way he should, in my opinion. Yeah. No, no. Um, I blame you. You blame blame me. Yeah. Um, I will say uh, so. So some things that, again, you have to completely check your brain at the door for this type of movie, right? I mean, like, I and I have a hard time doing that. I self admit it. Maybe it's a character flaw, whatever. But I'm watching this movie, and so the so you've got the black bad guy, right? Like the only other, I mean, he's like the other the dark only, man. He's the only black man in the movie, right? I'm not wrong there, right? He's the only... anyway, no, I'm sorry, and... I was laughing at Sam and his <laughs> And he's the guy that said this. I was engaged to a girl once with a wooden leg. Yeah? What happened? Had to break it off. <laughs> that was, <kind> of <laughs> 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 that was the cheesiest no, joke. No, cut the crap. Yeah, no, cut the crap, yeah. Um, I mean, I will. I will admit, I thought you were going to use that as our opening. Um, <laughs> opening. Oh, uh, the guy said, "Dark man." I had to use the intro. But now, if, if I told you, if you had not ever seen this movie, and I played that clip, and I told you that was Billy D. Williams, would you believe me? <laughs> no. No. I was engaged to a girl once with a wooden leg. Yeah. What happened? I had to break it off. It kind of sounds like Billy D. Williams a little bit. Okay, I it's yeah, not okay. as it's not as sexy. Not no, sexy it's not. Though. Yeah, it's not as sexy. Kind of had to break it off. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. His inflections are a lot slower. Yeah. But anyway, oh, yeah. so the bad guy Durant's whole plan is he knows he's going to go into a warehouse fully surrounded, and his whole plan is to use Wooden Leg McGee and that machine gun. Like, yeah, wasn't that convenient that that guy was such an expert shot that he shot like thirty people with other machine guns before. They were able to shoot any of them. I, it just was so bad. Like all of them should have died. There's yes. no reason why. By the way, if I if I watch a man pull off another man's leg and then start shooting people, I might be like, "Did you? Are you seeing this? Are you seeing this?" <laughs> but like, I guess I just might might if like say, Corny, you and I are the guys up on the crates. Like we're up on the car carrier or the the crates. Like, and we see this. You and I might look at each other and go, holy crap, we're going to hide behind this thing and then like take pot shots or something. Like, we're not just going <laughs> to stand out in the open so you can machine gun us to death. It was so dumb. But whatever. But, um, I think you're making an argument against this movie there, Sean. I kind of am. There's some moments in this movie, again, that just that really kind of bothered me. The other stuff that bothered me is, and I love Sam Raimi. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I honestly think that the first Spider-Man movie is one of the better Marvel movies, period. I love that movie. I love the feel <clears> of it. And and Corny, you and I have had that discussion many times that we both are kind of in agreement with that. And I have made, I've argued people for Spider-Man. Oh, Tommy McGuire is terrible. No, he's, he's actually pretty good. 
Have you gone back and watched yeah. it recently? It still holds up. It still looks great. Seriously. It was on TBS like last week and I watched it and it was still good and fun. And I'm okay with the kind of the tropes and the silly uh, Sam Raimi things that happen in the movie. Like I'm okay with that stuff because it's Sam Raimi. Anyway. <laughs> but in this movie, there's some things that really bothered me. And feel free to jump in if you guys have those <laughs> moments too. I was completely just WTF moment. He gets blown out of the building, right? I mean, they, <laughs> first they overkill him, and they don't actually kill him, but they overkill him. And then he gets ejected. Overkill. Like, like from Top Gun, right? He gets ejected out of that building <laughs> into the water, right? And he lives fine. And all they could find was a piece of his ear, which they buried. Of course, they have to make a bad joke about that, too. That was a big hole for an ear. (laughs) (laughs) And I hear you. Oh, nice. For a tiny piece of an ear, that was a big hole. So here's, here's my real problem with that, right? So they just go ahead and bury the ear. He's dead. Did we look for him? No, no, no. Did, did we look in the river? No, 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 no. Were there any no burn victims that showed up on the river? Yeah, there was a John Doe they pulled out of the river that night, and he's burnt to death. And he's got burned all over his body. Should we check that out? No, 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 I'm pretty sure that's not him. Should we get the girlfriend to identify him? No, 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 no. We're just going to stick him into this you know, Wheel of Fortune room where that woman can stab him in the, in the leg with pins. Oh, oh. Yeah, what a bitch. Right? What a kind of doctor. Just he feels stabs nothing. Her patient. He feels nothing. Watch this. See, I can keep doing it. <laughs> I'm going to carve my name. I was actually expecting the whole uh, Mr. Deeds. Uh, Why would you do that? Right, 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 right. I'm right. just kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> touch it. No, it's gross. I know it's gross, but you got to touch it. It was so bad. <laughs> it just... So that real, I mean, that really bothered me. I mean, like that really bothered me, and because that just, I, I know you need to kill, quote unquote, kill the character. Like I understand that you need to. Neil McDonough was in this, Doc Worker number two. How about that? Sorry, um, I was looking for the ner- the, the burn doctor lady, uh, Jenny Ruffalo. Ag Ag Aguilera Aguiter Aguiter. I don't know. She was in, oh my gosh, she was in Avengers and Winter Soldier. Councilwoman Howley. Oh, she's the councilwoman. You know what I'm talking about? She was the one that, uh, the, the, what's her name? Um, the, uh, the Black Widow. She um, impersonates her and then she pulls the mask off at the end. That's, that's who she portrayed in uh, Captain America 2. Anyway. Ah. There you go. But she was a bitch. But it was supposed to have been Kathy Bates. Could you imagine Kathy Bates stabbing him in the leg? That would have been funny. <laughs> you know, after having seen Misery, yeah, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> um, we've been like, oh, look, she did it again. Uh, anyway. Um, so that really bothered Oops, me. Oops, I did it again. I uh, stabbed him in the leg. <laughs> The other thing that really kind of... So so the, the bad guy is a trope, right? We're trying to build something great by doing something bad, right? That's a complete trope. And he owns the police. Again, that's a trope. But here's my problem with him also, the head bad guy, right? Who's basically the bad guy from RoboCop, right? Um, so Frances McDermott. Again, we love her in Fargo. I don't think she's very attractive, but she's great in Fargo. <laughs> 
she reminds me of <clears throat> I mean she would be like an aunt yeah you know it just I don't know she looks like she's 10 years older than Liam Neeson <clears throat> I yeah, she's not trying to be mean to Francis McDermott. Oh, she's a, ageist! She's You're a, such an ageist. She's a fine actress. I just don't Golly. Find her. As angry Scotsman oh, would say, no one from this time period was attractive for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth. So <laughs> it's really strange, isn't it? Like, there's there's very few. Um, anyway. So let, so let me get this straight, Francis McDermott. All right, you're in love with this man. He asked you to marry him, and you're thinking about it before the house, you know, before his factory blew up and he went into the water, right? And then you're grieving. You're the grieving attorney, right? Who, yep. who, like the day before, accused this guy of bribing officials and bribing other people, and he admitted to the bribery, right? He has admitted, I, I I'm a bad guy. I did this thing because I wanted to, right? Yep. But, but oh, this other guy, he's a real bad guy, and I'm trying to protect you. But I, but it's okay if I do the bad thing. And then, and then they have that that really kind of, and I'll explain. I'll, I'll play that clip in a second where they're like at the ball or whatever. And then, is there like implied that like they were sleeping together or something? Like There's some sort of relationship there. He, he yeah. was there to comfort her. Like, what would lead you to him? He's a bad guy. Like. We all knew that going into this movie that he was the bad guy. As soon as I saw him, I'm like, "You're the bad guy." Anyway, that that really that bothered me also, obviously. Oh. So, so you're saying because he sounds like Joe Pesci, he's a bad guy? A little bit. <laughs> that, that sounds it's pretty uh pretty racist of you, Sean. Yeah, is it? I guess maybe it is. No, it's not not all. But oh, I, just, okay. I didn't know another. I didn't know another word for it. So. <laughs> he just wanted to accuse me of being racist. <laughs> Wouldn't be no, a no, I just reviews to... episode without either me saying some dumb comment about a place or a thing in the world that I'm unaware of, or, or some of us being ra- one of us being racist. Yeah. So we've hit two of so far. Um, <laughs> we should have like a checklist of things that <laughs> that this episode does. All right. Has Sean insulted anybody yet? No. Has, nope. has Sean said anything <laughs> dumb about some other country yet? No. Okay. No. Has Corny <laughs> confused some? Uh... Some word as uh, you call him some name. Right. Uh, no, that, that, that has happened. Uh, that has happened. Yep. Has, has, has Sam argued with Sean about nothing in particular? Uh, no, nothing yet. Uh, no. Not yet. Nothing and everything. No, there's nothing and everything yet. Uh, <laughs> Sam argues with nothing. And, and Sam everything. Argues with everything. He is. Sam man. Sam man. <laughs> he argues with Mr. everyone. Sam man. He argues with everyone and no one. And uh, wins. Uh, did you know that this movie made $33 million? What? On a budget of $16 million. It made money. money. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right, that's it. I'm, I, I can no longer You've do this. You've got to make films. <laughs> well, so it made, and that's just the USA. Let me see if it made worldwide. And I bet you it's probably made more since then. Um, yeah, there's a, definitely a cult following with this. Yeah, we got to find it. Worldwide, it made almost fifty million dollars. Worldwide wow. on a sixteen million dollar budget, and you can kind of tell some of that green screen stuff was real bad. Real yes, bad. It was. When he was yes. flying on the helicopter, that was bad. When she was standing uh, at, the, I guess, outside the store, and then it turned into the grave site. Yeah, that was terrible. That was yeah, awful. Why did they do that? I don't know. You have to ask Uncle Ramey. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know what to tell you. Um, and then the the same shot of L.A. that they kept cutting to with the with the terrible clouds and the rain and the 
you know. Are we, rain in LA. are we sure it was L.A.? Did I think they, it was. was they, did they ever say L.A.? Because they filmed it in Canada. One of the buildings is, a, is in L.A. I don't know the name of the building. The government district building <laughs> was in L.A., but everything else was Canada. Okay. No, actually, that's not true. The Third Street Tunnel was downtown L.A., and the Harbor Star Stage is in L.A. That, that's the sound stage. Whatever, I don't know. Um, what? Ah, that's weird. Um, so those are kind of the, the main things that really bothered me. Um, someone made the point that the bad guy was kind of aloof and quiet or, or whatever. I thought he was kind of he was kind of intimidating, kind of ish ish. Like I in think, a in a quiet, creepy way though. Like yeah, he. If you want to see a good, creepy bad guy, watch Daredevil season one. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's gosh, yeah. that's my creepy. Yeah, the kingpin is <laughs> is terrifying because yes. on a moment's notice he might beat your head with a door and kill you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a car door. Uh, no, you're right. That that that's good. And there've been especially other... if you call shotgun. <laughs> there <laughs> there are other examples of this. Um, it's kind of a trope. Uh, there's also the trope of the of someone in the gang always has to be that weird laughing guy who thinks everything is hilarious. See, I thought that was he was supposed to be like the Joker, because remember, I'm thinking this is this is a Batman spinoff. You know, I'm expecting that to be the the Joker side of things. I, I, don't, I don't know. They didn't explore that particular person's character. <laughs> no. He was just a henchman who laughed a lot. But I mean, like, remember, like in Ro- at least he got to laugh. The other guy got to bounce. Yeah, it's true. Hop on one foot. <laughs> Did you know that we no, no, we don't know what happened to him because we never saw him again. No. Yeah. You know, like he. They, Maybe they took his leg and left him uh, to catch up, and well, he you know, never was, caught up. It was really dumb. So like they show up at his his warehouse, right? And they've got hopping leg dude and leg <laughs> machine gun. And I thought the whole purpose of that is for the surprise. Like, yeah. if you've already got the complete element of surprise, you don't need to use the gun just to have the gag of him hopping around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that was that was a complete waste. Just have guys with guns. You um, clearly... Um, guys, can, can, I, can I have my leg back, please? Right, right. <laughs> and, you know, they, and if he's like our group, you know, Sam's the guy with the gun. He, he's the guy who pulls the leg and shoots. And the whole thing is over. And Sam's still holding the leg. Right. Hey, Sam, can I have my leg back? Nope. And just oh. walks off. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm going to keep this. It's my... yeah. a nice leg. You know, so <clears throat> just, but we never find out what happened to him. See, that's that thing again. We... Oh, well, I know what, I know what happened to him. What? He, uh, start dating this woman. Guess what her name is? <laughs> Peg. Peg. Nice. Eileen. <laughs> Uh, you know what? We can make this the thing, right? You know, because we've talked about this before in movies where you have like a character or a thing that they introduce and then just disappears. You never find out what happens again. Yeah, there you go. They, they can be uh, the hopping man. That's that's what we'll call it. There you go, the hopping man. The hopping okay. man. What happened to the hopping man? We don't know. That's gonna be the th- that's that's gonna be a thing. It's gonna catch. Maybe on. he was the helicopter pilot. <laughs> I don't. I think you need two legs to be a pilot. <laughs> I kind of do. I'm a pilot. I can fly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Diabetics need not apply. Ooh. Oh. oh. <laughs> I mean, I think Jay Cutler could probably fly. He's diabetic. Yeah, but not if he loses a toe. I was <laughs> like, if he throws a football like he flies, and I don't want him as a pilot. No, oh. They hit it. Anyway. Um. Sports reference. Uh. That was a gone. 
Shit, I don't remember. No, so like, so you have like the gang, right? So remember, like in RoboCop, you had that one guy that was constantly laughing, and like you have this, and then you had, if you guys remember, have we all seen Die Hard? I know it seems like a dumb question to ask, but Die what? All of it. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> Andrew. Yeah. All right, I just have to ask. I'm sorry. Um, you know how there was that guy who had the long hair? He kind of looked like Fabio. Mm. I thought that was the same dude in this movie. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah. The, the guy with the long hair who comes running in, who's holding the gun in a really inappropriate angle. Yeah. I don't get that. And that must have been a thing in the 80s and 90s for guys holding machine guns down, like having the butt of the gun to your hip. Like, you got zero aim at that point. What are you doing? Maybe it just makes it harder. <laughs> Is that the point? To make it? Yeah. I think they think. Like, it I looks... am so good with this machine gun, I'm going to have to shoot from the hip. I think they think it looks cool. It looks really awkward. I don't know. but That's, that's when they used to carry their machine guns and holsters on their side, and they didn't have time to get it up. The... <laughs> to get, to get, to, they didn't have time to get it up? Yeah. I'm going to single that out, Andrew, and keep that forever. Okay. I, I've just, I have, since I have ch- clips of Chad, I need clips of you. So. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, uh, all right, I'm going to play a couple of clips real quick so I can get to more other parts of the movie that kind of bothered me. Um so I mentioned this moment earlier in, in the show. <coughs> Not that part. I mentioned <laughs> the laugh track. No, this part. It's a memo from your office to a Mr. Claude Belisarius. It details the creator of NCIS. That... Yes, yes, I know the memo. <laughs> well, it seems like the payments were... Were payoffs. The zoning commission. Bribes to call a spade a spade. Does that shock you? No, I guessed as much. You weren't supposed to know about it. That file was not supposed to circulate. However, I am asking you to understand. So, that on the day, this, so, my daughter's wedding. Did he not file this TPS report? I guess not. I just, <laughs> I, it seems kind of dumb that you would have just a regular memo that would entail your bribes. That seems kind of something that would be off book. I don't know, but. And is she the only one that got it? Because he says it, it wasn't supposed to go out like... Yeah, how did you know. she get it? I don't know. They, she and Liam Neeson had sex, and she wakes up, and there it is. Which was awkward, also. There was supposedly, like, more sex scenes, like, after he had been burned, like, when he was Dark Man. There oh, was supposedly no. filmed, like, sex scenes between the <laughs> two of them that obviously didn't make it. Uh, Gross. Yeah, kind of. That so that's make... when you go get a Polaroid of, uh, of what's-his-name porn guy <laughs> and, and make a 3D model. Hey, Peyton, does... Does it still work? <laughs> well, well, no, it doesn't. But I can make another one. Yeah, right. It looks like a, it looks like a grilled Vienna sausage. But... <laughs> Jesus! Oh my gosh! Have you guys seen the um, the R-rated version of the Deadpool intro? Uh, yes. Um, yes. And when him and TJ, what's his face, is are like. Your face looks like an avocado had sex with an older avocado. Older avocado. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a couple of like the R-rated versions that are in there that are really funny. That <laughs> that's right. That's what it reminded me of. Um, we need an explanation that, of his superpowers and why he's kind of whatever. So yeah, they didn't establish the rules very well with that. Well, here you go. Here are the rules. There are serious side effects to this operation. When the body ceases to feel, when so much sensory input is lost, the mind grows hungry. Starved of its uh, regular diet of input, it takes the only remaining stimulation it has. 
the emotions and amplifies them, giving rise to alienation, loneliness, uncontrolled rage is not uncommon. Now surges of adrenaline flow unchecked through the body and brain, giving him augmented strength, hence the restraints. Yeah, that sounds real and sciencey. Yeah. Well, doctor said it, so it has to be true. Yeah, she was wearing a lab coat and she stabbed a guy, so clearly she knows what she's doing. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I would have been, and this sounds, again, we just, you know, coming from Batman world or whatever, I would have been more okay with whatever chemicals that he was using gave him the strength. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. like he was, the, the chemicals he was using to make the skin, in order for it to hold up, it was like, like a concentrated dose of like adrenaline or, or some kind of steroid or something like that. I would have been more okay with that than they stopped the pain sensor and therefore the brain takes over and makes him stronger. I thought that was kind of dumb, but <clears throat> whatever. You I kind of like the realistic approach to super strength and stamina that, yeah, I mean, I, I, I appreciated that, but for the most part, I mean, uh, yeah, you're right, Corny. I mean, they don't really get into magic in this. You know, there is no magic really. Not like, I mean, heck, Batman has some kind of magic because all his toys can do whatever the heck that he wants. I mean, his car can basically is indestructible. So there's some kind of magic there, and there really isn't in this. It's fairly grounded in pseudoscience reality, uh, even though they just made the science up. Um, creepy guy talking. Julie, I'm sorry I mentioned that. Believe me, I understand how you feel. I really do. Unfortunately, there's no cure for grief. But there is something that eases the symptoms. It's called dancing. Which is a euphemism for sex. That is bad dialogue. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, yeah it's bad dialogue. It was delivered badly, too. Yeah. Um, Come on, Sam. Come on, Sam Raimi. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, <clears throat> I, I don't know if it's because we are all blinded by the ridiculousness of Army of Darkness and think that, I but Army of Darkness, I think, is a better film than this. Is that fair to say? No, um, I agree. I would certainly agree. Like, I yeah. have mo a heck of a lot more fun with the Army of Darkness. I don't know if it's just because the subject matter <laughs> entails it to, you know, when you're dealing with demons and silliness. Right. That's kind of a fun combination. Yeah. But now you're dealing with burn victims and silliness. Mm. I don't know. This, the tone of it was weird. It was off. Yeah. Well, it, 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 the tone, the problem is, that's a great word, tone. It never remained consistent for me. You know, yeah. it's like mm -hmm. super serious revenge movie. And then he says shit like this. I told you everything. I know. I know you did. But let's pretend you didn't. Can you even hear what he says? It's hard to hear. Kinda. He says, I know. I pretend you didn't. Right. I can pretend you didn't. He sounds like a pirate. He sounds like Barbosa. But I was like, he sounds like <laughs> one of the uh, um, the deadites from uh, Army of Darkness. Well, he he it's probably the same makeup, dude, because he looked like the he like evil Ash. Like that's what he looked like with his teeth all weird and. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, he looked like Evil Ash. He kind of sounded like him a little bit, too. But, like, he's 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 waterboarding this dude, right? I mean, he's, that's <laughs> what he's doing, right? He's waterboarding this guy for information. Which, by the way, that guy he's waterboarding, that's Sam Raimi's brother, Ted Raimi. He was in everything that Sam directs. Just like Rance, or Ron Howard has his dad and his brother and everything he directs. Anyway, 
And uh, so he's waterboarding him, and then he pl- he says that line, which made me laugh. <laughs> it made me chuckle because it was kind of a funny thing. Like, I'm going to kill you because of what you did to my friend, right? And yeah, so I'm just gonna pretend you didn't. And then he sticks him up the manhole cover, and he's out there kind of bouncing around, screaming, and the cars are doing all that weird Sam Raimi like edit, and he gets like squished by that truck. Absolutely. Swear. And so because of that, I now have this forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Forever. Oh, I mean, oh, it's basically hurts. like, uh, what, celery being crushed? We got celery in there. Oop. Maybe some other kind of, maybe like a watermelon getting squished, maybe Gallagher style. Yeah. <laughs> Something like Woody. Oh, <laughs> Something just seems so wrong about that sound. Huh? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. It made me laugh. It really did. There was, because that was that's that's the thing, Sam. To the tone, like yeah, the tone isn't consistent. Like it, there was these moments like this that made me chuckle, and then it's like super serious moments, and it was like there was never one or the other, or even a good middle ground. It was just yeah. like these weird peaks and valleys, you know, like like Guardians of the Galaxy blended you know humor and action and serious yes you know um there's some other movies that did that really yeah, well we, how how hard did we laugh when he started doing the dance off at the very end right how the best actually he's a great example the new star wars did that so well right mm-hmm. it's a yep. movie about how are we gonna save the galaxy well we'll use the force that's not how the force works Like, that's brilliant. Like, good job, JJ. Like, that's hilarious, you know? And so the tone was right, whereas it just felt weird in this movie. Um, I thought this was kind of a funny line. If you're not going to kill me, I have things to do. (laughs) Like, take out the trash. You know, I tell my wife that all the time. (laughs) I know. Um, I have to go poop. (laughs) <laughs> so back to the tone of the movie right so he's being remember he's dangled he's being dangled from the helicopter like a you know whatever and he crashes into the building remember that scene where he crashes into the building and then he does this excuse me <laughs> like it was so weird and campy it just excuse me it just didn't fit it, it didn't, didn't. Fit. I, I maybe maybe i was in the in a, in a bad not a bad attitude but just the wrong attitude to watch this movie but it just didn't find me i didn't find it as humorous as i would have say no. at a uh a evil dead right uh, now movie. again i still laughed i still laughed out loud at that part i mean i literally laughed out loud because because the way he says it because i'm still not used to hearing not liam neeson but <laughs> i don't know anyway um, uh, tropes. I wrote the so so close I can almost taste it line, which is really dumb. I don't know why I hate that line. I just do. Uh, weather knows what's going on. Uh, oh, oh, corny. Yes, sir. Guess what? What? I gotta get there. Hang in there. We had a. Woo-hoo! We had a science montage. Oh, when he's uh, doing the, uh, yeah. trying to make it work. Yeah. Yeah, a good science oh. montage. I wish I had something for science. 
Blinded um, by science. I don't, I don't or uh, play the uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy theme. That would, I think that would be appropriate. Well, I don't have that handy. I'm just trying to think of what, 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 what do I have? What the hell handy? do you mean you don't have that handy? Listen. Um, I'm ashamed. I am ashamed. You're ashamed. <laughs> um, uh, uh, so I'll, I'll give you this. We had a... Uh, Stupid <laughs> book. <laughs> <laughs> So there's your science into uh, into your montage, because um, it was a, you know it was a it was a science book. That's what it was. Um. Uh, and then bad guy takes money equals death. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, that guy that he, oh my goodness, what's that? Hello, Andrew, you good? I'm back. Yeah, yeah, you're here. <laughs> It sounds like you're sitting on top of your truck. <laughs> is that like your refrigerator? Is that your dishwasher or your clothes dryer or something? I uh, I don't I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it might be the refrigerator. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's dying away for some reason. That was really weird. Anyway, um, <laughs> he's going to get food. Adventures of podcasting. Um. Audible.com. Wait, did you guys have any tropes before I do uh, trivia? Negative Ghost Rider. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, Audible.com sponsored this fine podcast. You can get a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash reviews. Trivia. Act trivia. Did you like that corny that I did to you yesterday I, I, on Facebook? Thank you, man. You're welcome. By the way, we got our asses handed to us. Um, <laughs> in trivia tonight, Corny posted on Facebook just the word trivia, and then I copied the entire commercial, the Activia commercial with Jamie Lee Curtis, and the and the response to that. I wonder if your friends were like, "What the hell is that? Like, what is wrong with him?" Yeah, he, he was like, "What does that mean?" I, don't, and I was like, "No, it's it's a thing. It's, it's, hey, it's a CSR thing. If you listen to the show, you'll get it. That's that's how we get that's how we get listeners." Um, no, is that I really? Pay, I pay people actually. Oh, I, I just stare at them through a window until they <laughs> do what I tell them to do. Uh, well, she, that's what we should do. We should buy Sam bobbleheads and then, or, or, or big fat, you know, fat heads and then stick them go. on windows. Of nice. People we know watch CSR, watch or CSR, or this stays up, or something like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sam, you're gonna love this piece of trivia. Bill Paxton was almost cast as Peyton oh, Westlake. Bill oh. Flippin' Paxton. No. But according to Paxton, he told his friend Liam Neeson about the audition. When, ne when Neeson got the role, Paxton was so angry that he didn't speak to Neeson for months. Really? Yeah. That sounds like Paxton. That's yeah, Right? <laughs> hey, buddy, come check out this audition. That no, I, brah. That, hey, brah. Hey, brah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, brah. <laughs> What's up, hey, brah? Why don't you go check out this audition, brah? It's the it's the wave of the future, brah. You sound like one of the Canadians from uh, <laughs> <laughs> from uh, uh, old South Park, the movie. The uh... sorry, I love it. No, you're right. Um... What's up, brah? Where is it? Hold on. I. Hey, brah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I am so excited that you have that. Oh, no, well, yeah, absolutely. I, oh, I, I need to gosh. edit it down into the whole clip, but I need to edit it down so all you can hear is. Hey, bro! 
There you go. <laughs> we need more of that in our lives. You're living uh, living dangerously there. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, no, that's that. Director Sam Raimi wanted Bruce Campbell to play the lead role, but the producers were uncertain that Campbell could handle the part. Are you flipping kidding me? This screamed built Bruce Campbell. Mm-hmm. Like, why not? Like, I would have bought it better with Bruce Campbell. I would have too. It would have been more. I would have bought the campiness. In fact, I would have had a better time. And I think that might be our own. Because we've seen Taken. Because we've seen him as Qui Gon Jinn. Like. We've seen him in Schindler's List. All the serious stuff, yeah. Right, like we've seen him in these roles where he's awesome and a badass and whatever, and we see him in this role and he's none of those things, and and maybe that's our own, our own whatever. But, but if we if we would have had Bruce Campbell, we would have had Bruce Campbell from Army of Darkness, so it would have we would I think we would have bought it more. I think the only stretch we would have had is that Bruce Campbell is playing a scientist. <laughs> um. Sam Raimi described his intent for the film to be as ideal, like an ideal comic book, quote unquote, quote, as dynamic and smashing as possible, end quote. Okay. Um, Julia Roberts was almost cast for Julie Hastings before she got the role in Pretty Woman and had to be replaced. Demi Moore was considered for the role and Bridget Fonda tested for the role. I would have liked all of them better. (laughs) Uh, But I am... Yeah, no, any of never them. Never see me coming. Uh, Danny Elfman thoroughly enjoyed working with Sam Raimi on this movie. He commented, quote, Sam has a wonderful visual style that lends itself easily to music. There was no reason to hold back on this one. End quote. The two would collaborate on future projects, but their partnership ended with Spider Man 2 due to creative differences. They would reunite, however, on Oz the Great and Powerful in 2013. Uh, here's what happened. Now, here's what happened. All of the reject music from Batman just got shoved over to Darkman. That's 100 percent correct. <laughs> that, that's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> what? Right before I saw uh, Danny Elfman as the uh, the music guy on this one, I was like, "Damn, if that Arthur didn't steal a little bit of the uh, yeah. Batman." Oh no, that's why. Yeah, it's Danny Elfman, I and mean, it sounds. I mean, I, I, I bet you to like the untrained ear, you know, like not to us. But to, you know, just person that likes movies, I played this soundtrack and told you this is the Batman soundtrack. They'd believe you. Like, oh, yeah, yeah that's the Batman soundtrack. Um, some of Darkman's elements were inspired by Batman. Sam Raimi is a fan of the Batman character and was among those passed over to direct the 1989 Batman movie, which, of course, I've mentioned. And lastly, in addition to playing Darkman in his final transformation at the end... Bruce Campbell also voiced some screamings, screams of the characters who fall to their deaths. <laughs> did you guys see Bruce Campbell though in the movie? I oh. did. I saw it at the very end, and I thought, yeah. you know what? That makes me l-. sorry. At the end, I was like, you know what? Eh, not such a bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I, saw, I was like, hey, Sam Raimi's starting the thing where he puts Bruce Campbell in everything he does. Uh, soundtrack great, of course. It's by the way. Has anybody seen the uh, the first episode of that the new Evil Dead? Ash versus the Evil Dead. No, I, I have not seen so that. It is so good. Yeah. It is so good. It's everything you want. I can't you're, wait. You're... It's free. I think it's free on Stars. Oh man, I gotta check that out. Yeah. Uh, soundtrack great. I gave it a very Batmany because good God, you know. <laughs> what did we learn? Being burnt to death gives you powers. Woo-hoo. Um, and you can explode hundreds of feet above a building and survive. Right. 
Now, just a little bit of ear damage. And, you know, we, uh, just, just not disclaimer or whatever, but if you are, in fact, a burn victim, of course, we're not making light of it. This, that's what we're talking about is just this movie. So just, no, don't crucify me on Twitter or whatever. Um, <clears throat> Sweet. Here we go. Top three, we decided to do Liam Neeson movies because, you know, why not? We're doing Liam Neeson movie. So we're, we're taking the best. We're taking the best. <laughs> Andrew. The best around. Nothing's ever going to keep Okay. I never knew the words. I just always made that. Noise. Nothing's ever going to keep you down. You're I, the best no, around. Whatever. Come on. Billy Zabka is, is the karate kid. That's all that matters. No. Andrew. Hi. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> uh, Hello. So uh, we are doing top three Liam Neeson films, right? That was the intent, yes. Okay. Indeed. All right. Um, I'm going to start with some honorable mentions because I have a couple. Chronicles of Narnia, the voice of Aslan. Yeah. Um, yes. A.K.A. God. Yes. Uh, Clash of the Titans. Mm. A.K.A. God. Yeah. A different nice. <laughs> Number three, I'm going to go with Batman Begins. Yep. AKA Undead God. <laughs> Number two, uh, <laughs> The A Team. Um, no, I got nothing. Really? Yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm really for corny. I'm surprised. Oh. And then, number one, my favorite Liam Neeson film is Lego Movie. Oh, thank oh. you. Oh, I love him as bad cop. He's so great. I honestly think that's the best role he's ever done. I, I'm kind of with you, and he's it's in my list. I love the his bad cop is so funny. <laughs> I I don't I can't do his accent because he's doing more of his weird Scottish accent, like even farther as bad cop. It's so good. <laughs> darn it, darn it, darn it, darn it, darn it. And then he keeps throwing the chairs everywhere. Oh, it's so great. Anyway. Mommy. Daddy. <laughs> I can't do it either. It's so good. Um, yeah, 100% agree. Good job. Uh, it's corny. That's going to be very similar. Uh, I'm going to um, gonna go with uh, number three as <clears throat> um, Aslan from Narnia. Mm -hmm. uh, number two, uh, Taken. Yeah. I've only seen the first one. I just assumed that everything else was, you know, They're the awesome. same. Uh, Retaken. And uh, I'd like to do a shout out to uh, uh, Taken on the Train, nonstop. And uh, also to Taken in the Woods, the Gray. Um, right. But, <laughs> but my number one would be the Lego movie, just because. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so great. <laughs> Throwing chairs and every always having a chair to throw. Always out there. If he even throws out the chair that then his spaceship, whatever. Oh my gosh, that movie. That makes me And you know that uh, Liam Neeson's like hundred and four? Yeah. Yeah, isn't he like seventies or something? I don't know, I'll tell you a second. <laughs> his profile pulled up. Right, huh? Um well you gotta do some math here. He was born on in nineteen fifty two. 1952? Yeah. What day? June 7th. Right before, the, right, the day after D-Day. 63. 63, yeah. All right. He's, he, I mean, he looks great for 63. Jeez. I, no joke, right? Yeah. Don't tell him that. 
Why don't you date him, Sean? Uh, yeah. If I could, I Whatever. would. Um, oh, actually, yeah. He's, he's rich and, and, and very, you know. Strong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Strong cheekbones. Yeah. yeah cut your hand. Um, <laughs> or well, explode. But well, not in this movie. He doesn't have any cheekbones. No, they melted. Um, <laughs> Sam. All right. Uh, I've got, uh, I, I agree with uh, Corny's uh, Taken in the Woods for The Gray. That was an interesting movie, to I say the least. I haven't seen that one yet, so I need to watch it. It's not all about fighting wolves. So, it's basically a movie about suicide. Oh, neat. My number two is Lego Movie. Love it, like everybody else. My number one has to be one of the best movies ever made. Hard to get through. Schindler's List. Uh, Schindler's List, yeah. Yeah. Oscar Schindler. Amazing. I, I thought about putting that on here because he's great in it, but yes. like you said, it's a hard movie to watch. And It is. Um, I've never seen it. Really? Oof. I think I you owe, owe it to yourself to see it once. <laughs> yeah, you have to watch it. Like, yeah, I know the music really well, but I, I've yeah, never seen the movie. Like John Williams, yeah. yeah. That was um, when I was in high school. I don't remember what network. One of the networks did it. They showed it unedited. Unedited, yeah. On TV, and they were like, viewer discretion is advised. You know, no small children. This is unedited. Like, they were, like, no commercials, right? And they showed the movie in, like, every, like, hour or 30 minutes or 20 minutes, whatever. They would just pop back in. Reminder, viewer discretion is advised. And I watched it with my mom, and I was in tears. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh, we did this to each other as humans. Like, what is wrong with us? Um. Uh. Yeah. I my three were. Um. I I basically just wrote down five movies. I just kind of want to <laughs> see what you guys did as your top ones. Um. So. Uh. Basically, I'll do. Um. <clears throat> you guys are gonna kind of hate me a little bit for this one, but he is the best part of Phantom Menace. I mean, seriously, like he's the only good part of that terrible movie. So I'm going to give him a little love for that. It's not his fault. It's a terrible movie. I did like Obi-Wan in that, though. I yeah, liked his relationship with Obi-Wan. I, yeah, well, yeah, I didn't say Ewan McGregor was bad. I mean, if we, can, if we can rewrite that movie and get rid of Jar Jar Binks and a lot of the stupid stuff that's just supposed to sell toys and and make their... Yes, you leave me alone. And, like, make the movie more about the two of them, I would have been more okay with that. Anyway. Uh, I'll allow it. Uh, thanks, Chad. Uh, I mean, Andrew. Uh, I would say probably Batman. Uh, Batman Begins is my number three. My number two, Corny. I'm sorry. I love the A-Team movie. I really do. Oh, you know what? I, I kind of forgot about that. I'm sorry. That's, I, that's what he meant by that's what, Yeah, Andrew said the A-Team, right? Yeah. Yeah, I just I just straight up forgot about it. Um, I, I like, like you said it. I just immediately in one ear and out the other. I like him as Hannibal, and that movie is fun and silly and ridiculous, and I like it. I just the really tank. like The tank. The, the tank. The tank. The sky. Are they oh, trying to shoot God. the drone? No, they're trying to fly a tank. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> the CIA has rules. Just our rules are cooler. You know, there's just something about that movie I really like. I haven't seen that in a while. Um, if it's streaming, we are we should do that for this show. No, um, no, no, no. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, we could. Well, if you don't think so, <laughs> you're you are the keeper of the list. So that it's your call. My number one would be the Lego Movie. Has to be the Lego Movie. I just yeah. I love what he does in that movie, um, and all that. There we go. That's it. That's our show. Um, all right, peace. No emails this week. Um, we spent them all on the hundredth. Yeah, we did. We got two. Um, <laughs> one for every. We 50. went all out. Yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, so out of ten, right? That's that's this part of the show, right? Out of ten, 
uh, um, I gotta get my screen here ready. Andrew, wait, and what? I guess I have to get my little sheet here ready. Oh, okay. Because I always write down what the what we do. Andrew, I I wanted to give it higher, um, but I really just feel like that was. I, I feel like Sam Raimi wanted to get a superhero movie out so badly that he rushed through it, and things weren't thought through. That was a bad script. Uh, for what it's worth, also, Andrew, this went through, what, eight rewrites? Oh, yeah. And yeah, the yeah, Coen yeah. brothers. Consulted you know. on it. Yeah, and but still, I feel like it was rushed through. I just, I don't, maybe it wasn't, but, and maybe I'll be crucified by the people that like this movie, but. Yeah, whatever. I, I don't listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go more than, uh, I don't know, four and a half pieces of ear. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Corny. I think I'm gonna give it a five. Again, you're doing Liam Neeson from Taken. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is there any other one? Well, no. Like, like his voice was more like, like, I don't know. I mean, what it's is more Irish? What does it sound like? Excuse me. <laughs> I mean, excuse me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I I give it a five. I think. I mean, it was. I got through it, but. That's about the only joy that I had was <laughs> once the credits rolled and I was like, yes, thank God. All right. Actually, I will say that uh, uh, towards the end, I did kind of doze off for about 30 seconds, but it was right before He was before still hanging rage. on the helicopter, didn't he? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, that too. But <laughs> I woke up to one of his rages and all I saw were like, you know, demon skulls and all this stuff. And I thought, oh man, I must have. Must have had that uh, cocaine again, but that, no. Either way, but I think it. <laughs> that carnival I, uh, freaked me the hell out, and I wasn't yeah, even like clowns kept showing up. I, I, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm not scared of clowns, but that that was just creepy as hell. Yeah. Oh, you know, speaking of creepy as hell, when he lost his mind at the carny mm-hmm. <laughs> over the pink elephant, <laughs> I was waiting for her to go. It's so fluffy. Sorry. <laughs> Well, speaking of pink elephant, isn't that the uh, you know age old uh, thing? There's the the pink elephant in the room, or something like that. Yeah, I wonder if uh, Sam Raimi was uh, being making, clever, making a joke there. I don't know. Uh, no, you're right about that. I also thought it was ridiculous that the the stall operator he was basically the dude from Despicable Me, <laughs> like oh, what yeah. your foot was over the line. Somebody's got a frowny face, and and then when he, <laughs> but like, I don't know why in movies and and. Because I don't think real life is like this, but for, he like he touched him, like he like pushed him with his fingers, and he freaking bent those things back like they were gummy bears. I mean, yes. that was like unsettling. That was a good effect. Yeah, well, yeah, it was just rubber fingers, but yeah, it's just when he bent them back though, like there was no breakage. He was just whoop bendy back, and then he threw them through the wall, and I think a normal person would have like ran the hell away. <laughs> Francis McDermott was like, no. Nope. I'm going to sleep with you later. Just, we won't film it. Yeah. Sam? Or they did. They did. I'll just end up on the cutting room floor. I'm going to give this only four 3D printed phalluses out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> that we'll send to Oregon later. Oh. Uh. They, get, they got something else recently. <laughs> I, don't I don't remember know. what it is. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, yeah, only four. I, 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 I don't want to watch it again. I thought it was a little. It didn't hit me in the right way. 
Larry Drake's uh, Lloyd Christmas haircut made it for me. I'm- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no joke, right? Awesome. Oh, it would have been, been great if it would have been like, I like it a lot. Um, I'm going to give it, I don't know. I think I'm going to give it a 4.75 just to make the math a little different. And oh, 4.75. Out of ten, <laughs> uh, oh, Chris. it it would have been lower had it not been for sa- the same raminess. You know, like, yeah, if actually, it, you know what I'm saying. Like if yeah. it would have just been Bob McGillicuddy doing the movie, um, I wouldn't have really cared as much. And I was again, I'm only excited about this movie to begin with because it was Sam Raimi. And and maybe if we had watched this in 1990, we would have liked it better. You know, but. We've seen Liam Neeson like take on Europe to find his daughter, and so it makes it kind of hard. Um, anyway, that's what she said. <laughs> I did not mean for that to happen. Um, that's, that's gonna do said. it for, for for us in this episode. Um, we're doing something called Metropolis. I don't know about that one. Isn't that one like an old, old, old 1927? one? Is there actual sounds? <laughs> uh, Who picked this one? I don't know. Corny I think it was, uh, it was it was Chad's last decoration before. Uh... It's... <laughs> um, I might have to veto this thing. It's two and a half hours. Two long. and a half hours. Nineteen twenty-seven. Well, kiss my black shoes. But it got a. It's got a eight point really three rating. rating. Hey, Got dude, it's, it's directed by Fritz Lang. We should totally do this. In a futuristic city sharply divided between the working class and the city planners, the son of the city's mastermind falls in love with a working class prophet who predicts the coming of a savior to mediate their dif- differences. That sounds terrible. I don't want to watch that. So next week we're doing <laughs> The Ridiculous Six. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh. So uh, we're going from a... Uh... A cult classic, or not a cl- cult, but I guess a classic. It's got they, pretty uh, good reviews. You sure, you sure you want to pass it up? All right, tell you what. All right. If How about, I'm going to watch it, and then I will tell you guys if we should or not. How about that? I'll take the bullet on this one. Okay. All right. So. Okay. It'll be either Metropolis or Ridiculous, Ridiculous 6. Six. All right. Either way, we're going to do Ridiculous 6 in two weeks. Yeah. We also got so. some good stuff coming up, though. Um, again, this is all, you know, assuming that Netflix doesn't pull anything at the last second. Uh, but we've got movies such as Equilibrium coming up, which I'm really excited about. That's that's fighting that's with guns. Do with, like, Gun Kata. falling down? No, not really. Um, it's kind of a weird name for the movie that it represents. You know, like, you see those movies every now and then where the name has zero to do with what actually is oh, happening yeah. on screen. Dark Man. Like, the final countdown has nothing to do with... The a final f- countdown. Right. Uh, we've got uh, Big Trouble in Little China coming up. Um, Ooh, we need to put Training Day on there. So I think, I think I don't know who put this on here. Uh, Corny, I guess you would have done this, but I think this was solely to keep Jen happy. Shakespeare in Love is coming up. Nope, didn't do it. Oh, wow, I guess that would have been Chad. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Jen. Yeah, we also have uh, Hurt Locker, Kingpin, Mean Girls. We got some good movies coming up. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So 
we've got some some good stuff coming up. So stay tuned. And if you have a request, you, yes. the listener, and you want us to do it, whether it's on Netflix or Amazon. Video, yeah, we can get to Amazon now. Yeah, Amazon streaming um, makes it sound like we we finally can afford it. No. Um, <laughs> but we, we, we'll use that. Amazon streaming, Netflix. Um, feel free. Heck, if, you know, maybe even a Redbox, maybe. I don't know. But... We we can whoa, we all whoa, whoa. we're all You're state employees, you know. We're all state employees, um, and so who knows? But if you have a request, I like to wipe my butt with twenty dollars bills, whatever, <laughs> and then clean them off and <laughs> use them to buy dinner. Um, oh, Chris! Well, you're giving it to them. Who do you, who do you care? Um, but I gotta touch it, then touch my dinner. Well, Dude, what kind of tips do you give people? Not a tip. You're paying for. Well, it. just a tip. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Get away from the poop jokes. Uh, if you have a request that you want us to do, you know, we'll gladly put it, you know, ahead of some of these movies. We have a problem with that. So we want this next hundred episodes to be more driven by you, the listener. So please, please feel free to email us your request or tweet us um, or Facebook us. If you have any of those requests, feel free to do that. And where can you find that information? Well, I will tell you once I find my little button here. Uh, you can email us at CheapSeatReviews or CheapSeatReviews at gmail.com, I guess is more appropriate. Um, feel free to leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Uh, ch- check out our website, CheapSeatReviews.com. We've got old episodes there. Um, I guess Sam's got some update to do as far as the uh, cast members and things. So, yeah. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews. Follow us on Twitter at Cheap Seat Cast. You may follow me. I'm at Sean J. Allred. Sam is at Suniji, S-O-N-E-J-I, 16. Um, and it cor- works. Corny is, of course, I don't know why I said of course, but Corny is at Johnny Darko, 16. <laughs> and Andrew is at A. Jimison. Um, and of course, like I said, you can send us your emails to cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. Boop, 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 boop. Thank you so much for listening. It has been a lot of fun. Um, if nothing else, this episode gave us some good, some good times for an hour or so, and hopefully it will be <laughs> the same for you. Uh, like we said, it'll either be Metropolis or Ridiculous Six as our next movie. Um, I guess that's going to do it for us. So on behalf of, of, uh, of Andrew... Corny, Sean, I'm Sean, Sam, this is Sean saying goodnight, thanks for listening, and uh, yeah, let's make the next hundred or so at least not as bad as the first hundred. Uh.